May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Does not wisdom call, and does not understanding raise her voice? Wisdom is defined in the Oxford English Dictionary as the capacity of judging rightly in matters relating to life and conduct. Also soundness of judgment in the choice of means and ends. And sometimes less strictly, sound sense, especially in practical affairs. Throughout my entire clinical career, wisdom is perhaps the hardest thing to teach, mainly because I think it is the hardest thing to acquire. Years of teaching and learning, firstly in some of our hospitals and then in the university environment, still shows that acquiring knowledge and understanding is one thing. Wisdom is quite something else. Yesterday evening, during a pastoral visit, our conversation turned to some of the aspects of clinical and scientific training, what happened then and what happens now. Now the training is far more structured, covering all the necessary components in our various scientific and medical disciplines. Back then, back in our day, it was much more haphazard, shall we say. But we still acknowledge together that then and now, some of the best ways of learning, perhaps the instances which really begin to bring wisdom to oneself, are those occurrences which definitely aren't structured. The ones where you just suddenly find yourself in a situation, usually a very stressful situation, and you have to find a solution. My junior physicist would always ask me for more training in various technical scenarios, which I would duly oblige. But an engineered situation was never quite the same as trying to solve something in the pressure cooker of the real moment, when the books and the papers are of little help, when you must think on your feet. The right, right and sound judgment must come from understanding, but also thinking right through the situation at the time, especially when there is a human being at the end of it all. But those movements often teach us the most, and personally, I've found the wisdom acquired never leaves us. I love the sound of scripture in Proverbs. How wisdom is made into a person, personified, in more formal language, anthropomorphized. She, and it is more often a she, is given human qualities. And as in the passage we've just heard in our first lesson, she is speaking and teaching. This section is wisdom's second speech, a hymn of self-praise, something which wisdom deserves and perhaps only wisdom can do. She describes her origins as being before creation itself, before the start of our very own time and space. So wisdom has been around for an awfully long time. 
her place at creation is made clear, a product of God, the first thing to start with, so that all things created since are made with good and right judgment. She was there like a master worker, but the pleasure with which God created the world is also clear. At times, wisdom is like a child at play, innocent and sweet, whose purpose is to make all things good. Wisdom actively participates in the design and the construction, and is at the start and the heart of everything. So all things are fashioned with goodness in mind, rightness in formation. In Jesus' time, we often hear how he spoke with such wisdom and authority. Words and understanding recognized by the thinkers at the time as something well beyond his years. From boyhood through manhood to the end of his earthly time, a wisdom personified by his actions, his love, his own care and compassion. He showed the best of teaching abilities to his disciples by what he said and taught, by what he demonstrated with his own skill and his very own hands, but also by sending them out into the melting pot of life to tell the good news, but also to experience the world firsthand, learning in the moments of the different situations they would face. Our methods for teaching learning and instructing others are still, in some sense, only just approaching those of wisdom and how Christ worked with her. Will we ever perfect our own methods, our teaching and our learning? No, I don't think we will. For the world is always changing. For God has created it so. A wonderful creation continually evolving. We have to move and to learn with it, using as much wisdom as we have acquired to learn and adapt to new situations. We are seeing and hearing some of that firsthand in such a fast-changing world, with elements of change we are actually struggling to cope with. Our earthly wisdom is never complete, but as disciples of Christ, we always know we have something extra at hand to help with the challenges of life, to guide and inform from the wisdom God created from the very beginning, exercised through the power of the Spirit. It's a power that can keep us focused on what is to come, God's heavenly kingdom, where we shall see the meaning and the wonder behind all of God's work, where the challenges of life will be no more where all things will be well and back to one with the Father, a wonder which will be too great to not sing praise to or give thanks for. But for now, in all of our different walks in life, we keep working in the moment, gaining in wisdom from the experiences of life, but knowing that the power of prayer and the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives brings a support and endurance which can show just a small glimmer of the kingdom of God. But nonetheless, it still is a glimmer. 
the things we do matter and have purpose in helping the lives of others. And that in all situations, if we ask, God will give us the strength and the wisdom to not just cope, but actually to flourish too, and thereby the capacity to help others as ourselves. The gift of wisdom was not just for God's own son, it is for all of us, so we too can work with wisdom for the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name. So let us pray. <clears throat>